name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Today is the second Sunday after Epiphany, the the season of the year when we begin to look for the light, Epiphany, that time when we see that Jesus is doing something for us, calling us into something new, and yet we're not potentially sure what that might be for us in this new school year. Now, When I was younger, I remember having to find my way when I was driving somewhere using an old thing called a map. Do you all remember that? Remember when we did not have GPS in our cars or on our phones and we had to actually find something on paper or, God forbid, know where we were going. I remember the first time when I started driving when I actually got somewhere and I realized I did not remember anything about driving there. You ever had that happen? where you just show up somewhere, who knows how you got there, somehow your mind functioned in a way that drove that car all the way to where you were supposed to be. It's kind of scary when you can't really remember how you got from point A to point B. But if we're honest, that's often how we live our lives, right? We establish a rhythm, a set of habits, and if we're not careful, we basically just live out those habits. We find the stuff we like, We find the places where we are comfortable and we construct our lives to basically contain just those things where we are comfortable. And I think that that's what our story from Samuel gets at this morning. Here we have Samuel, a child, right? Going to the temple to learn from someone who is supposed to be wise, one of those priests who should teach Eli. And Samuel one night is just lying down sleeping and he hears a voice call him. And of course he thinks it's Eli, Eli's the only one there. And so he runs over to Eli and he says, hey, I'm here, what do you need? And Eli says, go away, go back to sleep. And so Samuel goes back to sleep. Again, he's woken with a voice calling out his name and it has to be Eli, there's no one else there. And so he runs to Eli and Eli said, and of course anyone who has children knows this moment, right? Like go to sleep right? I do not, you're not hearing anything, go to sleep. And so Samuel goes back, goes to sleep, and a third time hears his name called. It takes three times before Eli, who is supposed to be wise, who is supposed to know how God works, be able to hear God, realizes what's happening with Samuel, and he finally says, go back, and when God speaks to you, say, here I am. Your servant is listening. And Samuel does so. Samuel, as a child, may not necessarily know how to respond to God, but Eli, as an adult, Eli, as a priest, should have understood what was happening a lot faster than it taking three times for God to call his name. But my goodness, how many of us have been in situations in our own lives where we know God has called us, Perhaps God has called us over and over and over, and yet we did not hear God's voice. Certainly did not respond. Your servant is listening. That's a hard thing to do. But each one of us is called to something significant, something that can make a difference in the world, that can change the world for the good. Today we hear the story of Samuel. Well, Samuel was quite the big deal. If you don't know your Israelite history, Samuel became the prophet who anointed the first king over Israel. And then Samuel, when that king did not work, went out and anointed a second king. That second king was David. And David's line 
is who gives us Jesus. It is because of Samuel's response, your servant is listening, because Samuel was open to the way that God was working in his own life that he got the ball rolling that would have created the entire line from which we receive Jesus himself. Now, perhaps we're not going to become God's next prophet, but in a small way, each one of us is being called by God. And when I say it's difficult to respond to God, it's difficult both to hear and respond. And it's because we like our lives. We like what it is that we do. We make ourselves comfortable and we want to stay in that lane. And when God calls us to take a detour, we often think that must not be God. Or perhaps we have something more important to do and God's just not quite aware of how important our lives are. But perhaps in this epiphany season, perhaps in this new year, we might open ourselves up to hearing God's voice. When we leave the church today, we have the opportunity again to begin to listen for the way that God is calling out to us, and not just to hear God, because I bet most of us can do that, but to also prepare ourselves to respond. When Samuel says, your servant is listening, he is being extremely vulnerable. Can we potentially share in that vulnerability? Can we, with courage and with confidence and with strength, open ourselves up to respond to God's call, knowing that we may change, knowing that we may be transformed, knowing that we may leave something behind that we've always felt was valuable, but also knowing that with God all things are possible and we could, each one of us, one of us could just be the conduit to light in the darkness of this world that God is hoping for. May each one of us have the confidence this year to open ourselves up and not only to hear God, but to have the courage to respond. Your servant is listening. Amen.